Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It's play-by-play coming to you live on this Monday, the last Monday of July. We are getting rapidly closer and closer to the month of August, which means we're getting rapidly closer and closer to the start of high school volleyball, to the start of high school football, to the start of Nichols football, to the start of Nichols volleyball, to the start of cross country. I could go on and on and on. We are look for, looking forward to a wonderful show today. Hope everybody's having a great start to their week. I look out of the window here in our Coastal Broadcast studios. The weather's confused. It doesn't know if it wants to rain. It doesn't know if it wants to be sunny. It's a little bit of both right now. You can hear thunder going off in the background. You can see some lightning flashing every once in a while. But you also see some sun peeking through the clouds. So it's a confused, hot weather day in July. Typical Louisiana weather. Not even noon, and the weather's drunk already, y'all. It's been hitting the bottle, as we say. Let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today, and then we'll give you a rundown of the show. The Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics, and community youth sports organizations. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day today. <clears throat> In the next segment of the show, we're going to go to Brian Colley, South Lafouche High School Athletic Director, for his usual Monday interview. We'll ask Coach about some things that are happening over on campus. And then we welcome a new coaching guest, a guy we've never had on before, C.L. Grogan, who's the head football coach at Central Catholic of Morgan City. He'll be joining us at noon, talk about his team. They've got a great program out there. Coach Grogan also had a wonderful playing career. Uh, good dude. We'll have him on at noon to talk about some things out in St. Mary. We love to take care of our people in St. Mary, but from what I understand, from talking to some of the coaches out there in St. Mary, ain't nobody else out there loving on them folks out there, so we're going to do our best to shine some light on their programs throughout the course of the fall. Then at 12.15, we've got some things to talk about in the world of sports headlines. We'll talk about the latest in a rumored possible Kevin Durant trade destination. He is perhaps... Um, not imminently, but he's being rumored to be part of a package that could maybe send him to the Boston Celtics. I'll give my thoughts on that. And then look, y'all, <laughs> I've got to be kind of a nerd here also at 12-15. Y'all know we talk some wrestling here on the show, right? <laughs> Whether you're a wrestling fan or not, um, it's ground-shaking, huge, big-time news that Vince McMahon makes the decision last week to step away and to retire from WWE will give some thoughts and some commentary on the ways that he changed sports as a whole, but also sports entertainment. We'll do that at 12.15. At 12.30, we've got our weekend W's and L's. Um, some big performances, some very memorable things happened over the weekend, and we'll talk about all that and more in the 12.30 segment of the show. Then at the bottom of the show to wrap up, 
We'll get you all some betting picks. There's not a full slate of games in the MLB, but it's full enough, right? We'll be able to get you three on what's kind of a condensed MLB schedule on a travel day after the weekend. So this past weekend, or this past Friday, rather, over at Nichols State University, there was the pro football camp, which took place. Um, this camp sponsored by Dr. Not sponsored, I put on by Dr. Elias and his team um, over at Ortho LA. They do a wonderful job in their day-to-day work, and they also do a wonderful job just in general with this camp. They put on a wonderful event. They do an excellent job uh, promoting the people in the area and uh, you know, also do an excellent job of showcasing the immense and talent-rich community in which we live. So <clears throat> I wanted to you know, kind of shine light on some of the great performances that we saw at the camp. Let's see. I'm trying to pull up the list of results here. Uh, we, we, yeah, so there were student athletes from all around the area who were competing and, and you, know, you know, playing and getting timed and everything of the sort. And, uh, you know, goodness. Oh, here we go. Sorry, y'all. Phone difficulties, y'all. Phone difficulties. We have internet difficulties. It's been a long Monday. Um, more than 400 campers turned out to Nickel State University amongst multiple different positions. Um, you know, it was not a camp for linemen. It wasn't a camp for quarterbacks. It was a camp for anybody. If you wanted to play high school football, you tur- you, you know, came out as the 14th annual event. And I'm going to shout out the names of some young men who, who shined bright and who had big days. Uh, so awards for the 14th annual pro football camp. Defensive back. First place award goes to David Jones from Madison Prep. Congratulations, David. Defensive back. Second place award goes to Riley Verdon, HL Bourgeois. Linebacker. First place. Archie Chambers of Warren Easton. Linebacker, second place, Montez Covington from Baker. How about this one? Defensive lineman, first place, Aiden Clements, E.D. White. Congratulations, Aiden. Defensive lineman, second place, Justin Brooks of John Curtis. Offensive lineman, first place, Bryce Godfrey of John Curtis. I'm going to put a pin in it right here, then we'll get back to the rest of the awards. That's what we're talking about here. Guys in the front seven and at the line of scrimmage, right? We've given awards now to a linebacker from Warren Easton, a defensive lineman from E.D. White, a defensive lineman from John Curtis, an offensive lineman from John Curtis. The teams that are good up front <laughs> win. <laughs> Warren Easton, E.D. White, John Curtis, what do they all have in common? They're all ridiculously good. So the teams that have good individual players and good units and good guys at the front seven, good guys at the line of scrimmage, they win. They win. It's magnificent and crazy how that works. You're good at the point of attack. You're good at the line of scrimmage. You're good where the ball is being snapped. If you could impose your will, if you could push the other team back when they're trying to push you forward, you're going to be very, very prolific and very, very good. And it's telling. E.D. White, John Curtis, Wardison, whatever it may be. But anyway, we continue on. Offensive lineman, second place, again, from a winning program. Carson Duaron from Vanderbilt Catholic. Wide receiver, Xavier Jupiter from East Ascension wins first place. Second place, a local boy, Kylan Billiot. Kylan Billiot was a really, really good, really good basketball player this past season. He's still a young kid. He's looking to make a mark and assert himself and become a really, really, really good football player this upcoming season, have a breakout season. He's had a great summer on the camp circuit and everything of this sort. Pro Football Camp Awards, the 14th annual event this past Friday over at Nichols State University. Running back, Demondrick Blackburn, Central Catholic. We'll have to ask Coach uh, Grogan about that later in the show. He wins first prize. Second place, Jaden Milton of Berwick for running back. 
Quarterback, first place, Chance Caesar of Karen Crow. Quarterback, second place, Casey Avard of Rummel. Rummel always has good quarterback play there, man. Always. Be it 4K, Fields, and now apparently Avard is very good as well. Tight end, first place, Andrew Goodwin of Denham Springs. Tight end, second place, Cameron Cyprian of Karen Crow. And then the all-around MVP, the Michael Ori Award, that goes to the camper who is the most valuable performer on Friday, goes to Zay Martin of University High. And if you're listening to this show and you're saying, Zay Martin, Zay Martin, where do I know that name? Zay Martin. That's the little brother brother of Tay Martin, Devon Tavian Martin, who's now going off to the NFL. Don't know the full story of how he ended up in Baton Rouge, um, but he is out there at University High, and Zay Martin is your MVP of the pro football camp. So congratulations to all the campers for putting in the time and getting the work done. And congratulations to all of the award winners for doing a very, very good job in taking care of business. Cannot wait to talk sports in the rest of the show. Cannot wait to give my thoughts on Kevin Durant and some of the trade destinations out there. Cannot wait to talk about Vince McMahon and all the different things happening there in the WWE. We've got some good W's and some L's. Um, Y'all, sounds like a broken record, right? We say this often on the show. We're right there. Some high school football teams opened up camp today. Uh, Others will open up camp next week. We are right there, and we're getting to the surface of talking about preseason camps and scrimmages and jamborees. Um, If y'all thought the summer was a little bit boring, get ready, because we're about ready to be heading out of that time and heading into a time where we're going to be doing play-by-play for the first time in its history during an active football season where we're going to be breaking down matchups throughout the week, having coaches on throughout the week to preview matchups, trying to have student athletes on throughout the week to preview matchups, giving, you know, maybe players of the week and maybe get creative and, you know, maybe find a sponsor or something. I don't know. We'll we'll try to find a way to reward and shine light on the amazing accomplishments that will take place during the course of the season. But it's going to be a whole, whole lot of fun, and I hope you guys are ready for it. Let's catch a break. When we get back, it'll be our usual regular Monday interview with South LaVouche High School Athletic Director Brian Colley. They are um, kind of in the calm before the storm mode right now. The student athletes are not on campus back yet. I mean, they're coming in now doing workouts and everything. They're not fully back on campus yet. They start school next week, and they're going to be starting their practices and everything of the sort and getting ready for the upcoming year. We'll have Coach Colley out of this break. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. 
When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. And welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We thank you all so much for the time this morning, and we go to the phone lines for the first time today. Smack dab in the middle of Bayou Lafouche. Coach Brian Colley, the athletic director at South Lafouche. Coach, what's going on, brother? Good morning, Casey. Doing well. How are you doing this morning? Good, man. We understand you're out crabbing, dude. Are you catching anything? Has it been a successful morning so far? Oh, very much. We got about four dozen of some big ones. Oh, I mean, uh, my nephew, uh, Aaron Colley, out here in, uh, in Leeville right now, right in Bayou Lafouche. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, look, man, you said, you know, kind of off the air, you know, hey, I, I hope that the thunderstorms don't get us. If you got Aaron with you, bro, you better watch out. He's got a history of the thunderstorms getting him. Yeah, no kidding there. Coach, you still with us? Yes. yes. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, we got you. All right, let's talk some sports, man. You guys are about ready to get back into school. Uh, this is kind of your last week of, of you know, uh, summer, really, and it was a very short summer. You ready to roll, man? I know you're enjoying your time away, but I'm sure a little piece of you is ready to get back in the office and get some things done, too. Yeah, no doubt. We're ready to go. You know, it's uh, it's been a short summer, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, and um, hopefully I can get back in office later this afternoon. If not, I'll be there tomorrow morning making sure all our football players are ready to go for uh, when they come back in on uh, on Monday, August 1st. So the big news breaks last week is, you know, South Lafouche is going to be playing Central Lafouche in the Dome, and that's going to be super exciting. And, you know, everybody is looking to go to New Orleans and play in that environment and all that good stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. Give us a little bit of insight into the, how that happened. You know, uh, who reached out to who? And, you know, give us a rundown of how that game was able to, you know, be scheduled to take place. Well, uh, I got an email from, I think it's Caesar Sports Group, that they, uh, they said they've been doing it around the country for a few years where they get high school teams to play in these big stadiums. And uh, this is the first year they can try and do it in the Superdome. So as soon as I got the email, I, I, right away I sent it uh, to Coach Young and see if he had any interest. And, uh, of course, he jumped all over it. And it was uh, 
you know, it's a great experience for our kids. So uh, Coach Young got in touch with them. And, you know, there's a lot of details we're still going to have to work out. Uh, hopefully I'll meet with Coach Young tomorrow morning and get some of these details that are worked out. But it's a great, great experience for our, our high school students. And, you know, not only the football team, the band, the cheerleaders, everyone involved. It's just going to be a, a great night for, for the Foose Parish. No doubt. Uh, and look, man, you know this as well as I do. We've been to some state championship games and everything together. Like, it's cool to, you know, watch a game from Memorial Stadium. And I'm never going to slight the atmosphere there because it's awesome. But whenever you're able to walk around the dome and, you know, be on the field of the dome and you're looking up and you're seeing, you know, Super Bowl banners and you're seeing all those seats and realizing, you know, hey, Bobby Bear played here, Archie Manning played here, you know, all Drew Brees, all the great Saints teams, Sean Payton was on these sidelines. Like, there's just a history that can't be replicated in the high school setting. It'll be something that the teams on both sides are going to remember for the rest of their lives. Exactly. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for most of these kids. And, you know, you, you hear some people, of course, they can be negative about it, but, you know, you lose concession and all this. Well, some of these organizations last year had the, the opportunity to have concession every away game that we had at Thibodeau High, and they, cho- they chose not to do it. So I don't want to hear an argument where, oh, we're losing concessions. You had opportunities last year to do it, and you did not do it. And uh, I'm not going to apologize for putting our kids in a situation where it's a once-in-a-lifetime situation where they can have uh, just a great night, and it's going to be a great high school football game, and I'm looking forward to it. Tell me like it is, brother. I love to hear it. Coach, you know, You've told us throughout the summer, you know, hey, this might be your last school year. It might not. It depends. You know, we'll see how it goes. Um, whenever you're out there and you're crabbing and you're having fun and, you know, you're doing all that stuff, does it maybe make you realize, like, hey, dude, like last, like next summer, whenever, you know, it's summertime and it's July and it's August, like, I don't want to have to go back. Like, I want to just stay in summer for the rest of my life. Like, do, do you know, having fun like that, being away from school, does that influence your decision in any way? You know, I'll be honest with you, it kind of does because and that's something I wouldn't want to do every day of my life is crap. It's some hard work, but we're doing it just for recreation. We're just having fun and just different things. It's great to be out on the water. We live in a, just a, an awesome place down here where, you know, I can leave my house and within an hour, you know, you're on the water, you're fishing, you're crabbing or whatever. And, uh, yeah, like uh, Magoo Roy Otan used to tell me, you know, when you retire every day is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very well said. And but on the flip side to that, when you retire, every day's not a Friday night light or you know, every day's not a Tuesday in, in the gym. So it's a double edged sword, right? Because I mean you do like what you do also. So I see it both oh, ways. Yeah. yeah, I love what I do and that that's gonna be the hardest thing, you know, is to to get away from, you know, the kids and, you know, coaching these kids up and you know, not just the, the competition and all that, it's just the planning part that I'm going to miss. It may sound crazy, but, you know, just that grind that it's going to be, uh, I, I'll definitely miss that. And especially, you know, not being around the coaches every day and uh, you fellow teachers and all that, it's going to be a, a huge adjustment. But, uh, it all, it, you know, it happens to everyone every, uh, sooner or later. Yep, no doubt about it. Look, BJ is excited about his team. They're about ready to open up practices in the coming days. We've talked about this throughout the summer, just the uncertainty. Um, but, man, you know, it, it's it's fun. You, you have Bryce on earlier last week, and he's talking about, man, we're good up front, but we're going to be super young. We've got these guys for the next several years, and 
And you talk to BJ and he's saying, hey, we're good at quarterback, you know, but they're young kids. They're going to be around for a while. And like, I feel like the foundation is laid and it could be a really nice little stretch for the next couple of years. I think the Tarpons have some good young talent. They're going to be coached up right. And I think it's going to be a fun next couple of years for Tarpon football. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, Casey. You know, uh, you may take some lumps early until, you know, these uh, younger kids kind of, you know, get their feet wet, but they're going to have their opportunity. We've been talking about this all summer. These kids, when they get their opportunity, they're, they're going to shine because, look, they've been sitting in the background maybe the last year or so, but they've been working hard. They've been listening to these co- this coaching staff, and we have a tremendous coaching staff at Solid Point High School. When I'm talking in all of our sports, not just in football, in all of our sports. And a lot of these kids sit back and they, they listen to these coaches and they get all this knowledge and now it's time for them uh, to produce on the field. And I'm uh, extremely excited to see this year and the years to come, you know, the results. I've never asked you about this, and that's why I'm curious to ask you about it now, is that over in Terrebonne, there's some discussions and some whispers and some rumblings of maybe starting middle school baseball because of how much the sport has grown locally. And, you know, I've asked some of the baseball coaches in the area, you know, Chandler and a few others or whatever, would you be in favor of that? And, of course, the answer they're saying is, you know, heck, yeah, you know, if we can make it work, you know, we, we'll, we'll try to make it work. As an athletic director and a guy who has to, you know, plan things and you have to think of things from all the different angles and perspectives, if Lafouche Parish came and said, all right, Let's try middle school baseball. Let's try to get LCO to have a team, Golden Meadow to have a team, Lockport, Thibodeau, E.D. White, whatever it may be. Uh, do you see any pitfalls or challenges there other than, you know, the use of facilities or whatever it may be? Do you see anything there, pros and cons of either side, and would you be in favor of it if it, if it could all work out? Well, without a doubt, I'd be 100% in favor of it. I, you know, I think the more sports, the, the better for these kids. And they would have some challenges. You'd have to, first of all, find the coaches, uh, Will you pay these coaches? Will it be on a volunteer basis or whatever? Because if you're going to pay them, I mean, the school board is going to have to find that money for it, and that can be, uh, especially now, that can be a big challenge. But, uh, you know, logistics of where you're going to play and stuff, I think you can find some areas where you can, uh, you know, have the competitions and stuff. But even if it's just a, a small piece of a schedule and, you know, you just play a minimum games to start, I think that would be a huge foul area. Very, very good. Uh, Coach, we've spent time talking about football. We've spent time also during this summer talking about volleyball. Let's talk a lot, little bit about swimming and cross country because they kind of get forgotten about in the fall. Um, who's currently the coach of uh, Tarpon and Lady Tarpon cross country? And then, of course, give us a rundown of swimming. I know such a prominent and decorated program. Let's talk about you know the quote-unquote smaller sports here for a second while we got some time. Yeah, well, cross country, we have Eric Zach and Brendan Adams. They are uh kind of our, our, well, they are our two cross-country coaches. Uh, they work well together. Brennan's a, a track guy. Uh, Mr. Eric Zach is very organized, so they work extremely well together. And, you know, uh, cross-country is uh, that's a tough sport, you know, especially now in the heat. They get started a little bit later in the, in the school year, let it kind of cool down a little bit. But a lot of these serious runners have been running all summer, and we have uh, a good group of you know, some older uh, upperclassmen, but I think we have some young freshmen and sophomores that are going to be stepping up this year that's going to help out that cross-country program. And swimming, as Coach uh, Corey Colley and uh, Coach Maggie Punch, uh, they've been doing that for a while. You know, Coach Connie uh, gave her time for many years, and Maggie Punch has now taken over the last few years on the girls' side, and they do just a tremendous job because 
you know, swimming is, is you got to get your kids out, but you got to put them in the right events to get the, the most points as possible. And look, the proof's in the pudding. Our swim team's been uh, successful for the last uh, several years. You know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that, because I, I talk with Corey uh, often about, you know, why they've been able to be so successful. And he'll tell me, he said, hey, man, you know, there are some races where, you know, I have a kid who might be the best in our program at that race, but, you know, we maybe hold them back or because there's only so many events you could do. And, you know, you got to figure out what's going to get you the most amount of points. So maybe a kid who would win this race maybe needs to go and win second or third in another race because they're the only one that could score. Like It's a big old chess match, and Coach Corey is one of the best at figuring out the numbers and doing what it takes to get the maximum points for the Tarpons and Lady Tarpons. Yeah, he is. He goes into a meet knowing probably just exactly how many points that they're going to score. And you got to give credit to our uh, student athletes. They're not uh, worried about themselves. It's team first. And that's, again, that's been uh, the proof the last several years where, you know, our girls have uh, been winning district. The boys, I think, maybe came out third last year. The girls won it. And, and before that, they had a streak of uh, several years where they were district champs. Gonna ask you one question about the Saints, then I'll let you go back on the water. Stan and I were talking about this on Saturday. Um, I'm beginning to have doubts if Michael Thomas wants to play football anymore at all, much less with the Saints, or maybe he wants to play for somebody other than the Saints. But earlier in the offseason, you get the, the little clip of him doing some stuff, and he looks good, and whatever it may be. And then the headline comes out, okay, uh, Allen says Thomas will be ready for the start of training camp. Well, last week we get the headline, Michael Thomas has been placed on the pup list and will not be available for the start of training camp. This has been the longest standing ankle injury in the history of the NFL. What is going on? Does he even want to be here at this point? Uh, I, I think he's probably eating supper at Zion. Where he's <laughs> and that, you know, I, I don't know what's his deal. And it sure seems like you just said he doesn't want to play with the Saints, for the Saints. Uh, coming up, you know, and look, he may be, he may be injured, but my goodness, you know, you get these reports, he's ready to go, and now all of a sudden he's not, and uh, you know, I don't know, but it's uh, if you're a Saints fan, it's definitely frustrating. It all changed whenever he got suspended for that one game for fighting in practice. It's never been the same since then. Maybe it's all coincidence. Maybe he really is hurt and all this other stuff. Maybe I'm just making too much of it but it feels like it all changed at that one point, and he's just never been part of that locker room again since that time. Yeah, there, there's something, and it, it could be part of the locker room where uh, he's not fitting in the locker room, and who knows behind closed doors what's going on. But, again, it's, it's frustrating, and he needs to just make a decision. You want to play, play. If not, you know, move on. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, look, man, thanks so much for the time. Good luck the rest of the day. Y'all be safe, okay, brother? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That is Coach Brian Kiley with South Lafouche Athletics. I, I'm fascinated by this. And, look, he's one of my best friends. So, you know, it's something that I'm going to get to be able to see play out firsthand. Brian loves what he does. And it's hard for him even right now to not be having a team to, you know, coach up and, you know, to not be beginning the process and the routine of starting another season. Like, it's hard for him to go through that and see others go through that without him. But on the flip side to that, there are things about the job that, you know, maybe he doesn't like as much, and now he's free of those things. So it's a juggling act. It's a give and it's a take. 
uh, you know, with more free time he's going to have, there's going to be more opportunities we'll be able to spend with him on radio. So we certainly look forward to that. And we win that trade big time because he does an excellent job for us. But it, it's it's interesting to see, man. It's interesting to see how it all shakes itself out there. Let's catch a break here. We're going to Coach Grogan with Central Catholic of Morgan City out of this break. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Welcoming a new guest to our family here on play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun. 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Hope everybody's enjoying their Monday. It's the start of a new work week, and we'll get through it together. 
We go to the phone lines, and we're going to Central Catholic of Morgan City. Coach C.L. Grogan, the football coach out there, is on the line. Coach Grogan, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. I'm doing pretty good today. How are you doing today, my friend? We're doing fine, buddy. Uh, it's an exciting time. Start of a new football season is right around the corner. How are things going over at Central Catholic, man? Oh, uh, things are going pretty good. We just finished wrapping up um, our summer workout program. Give the kids a week off to get their fast together before we get ready to start school in August. Did you have a young group last year, or was it an experienced group? And you know, tell us a rundown of the breakdown of your roster so far. You know, as you're approaching the new year. Um, last year, we were able to graduate um, five seniors, so we had a pretty um, young team last year. So we got some depth. We were uh, able to add going into this next season. Have a lot of freshmen that sophomores now. Um, got a year under their belt. Um, our quarterback is going to be a second year as a starter, Caleb Okine. Um, we had a, a tremendous season moving forward for us last year. Also, we have our running back, Demondrick Blackburn, um, who's a returning second-team off-state running back for us also. Um, we have some key linemen returning, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, Andrew Cavalier, um, Angelo Viscardi, um, Elijah Brown. So we have three senior um, linemen returning for us this year on the offensive side of the ball and a senior receiver in Vernon Singleton. So um, things should move a little bit more positively for us um, under the round for year two. Um, defensively, we only had one senior last year defensively, Mr. Um, Jonathan Pico, who was an all-state linebacker for us. So it's going to be kind of tough to replace him and everything he brought for us. But we have a lot of young guys who are willing to fill the, um, that challenge at being the next linebacker for us. In the first segment of the show, Coach, we were reading some of the award winners at the Pro Football Camp this past week, and the running back you just mentioned, Demondrick Blackburn, wins sec uh, excuse me, wins first place of the running back position. So very special player. Uh, tell us a little bit about his skill set and some of the things that he brings to the table. I know you just said a minute ago an all-state returnee. No, you got to be super excited. Uh, yes, sir. Demondrick, um, he's six foot two sixteen right now at the moment, um, running anywhere between four five. Four, low, 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 four, six. Um, he's a very, very athletic, um, very athletic running back. Um, he has a very, very strong basketball background. He's also an all-state guy for us on the basketball team. So the athleticism plays both ways. Um, he's also a bruiser and a pounder whenever he needs to be. Um, he, he grinded out a lot of tough yards for us last year. Dealt with an anger injury um, early on in district, so he was able to miss uh, maybe maybe two games due to an anger injury. But Demondrick, um rushed for at least 100 yards every game he played in last year and at least two touchdowns. Oh, my goodness gracious. That is, uh, that's awesome. That's some big-time stuff, man. One of the things that um, – I love about Central Catholic, and I tell Coach Case this often when we have him on, is just that community school vibe. You know, it's a small old, you know, small town, private school. There's a lot of pride, a lot of community support. I know that you're a Patterson guy initially, but what's it like being part of that over at Central Catholic? You guys got a great thing going. Uh, I've been knowing Coach Case for a lot of years. You know, a lot of people really don't understand our relationship, but um, me and Coach Case go way back. Uh, and um, like I say, um, Central Catholic has always just been across the bridge from Patterson to us. Um, I had a lot of friends throughout the years when I was in high school playing my um, my high school football for um, Coach Tommy Mitten at Patterson High. I still had friends who attended Central Catholic High School like Gerald Watson, Leland Smith, um, guys of that nature who went to school there, but, you know, we were still close friends. Very good. Tell us about your schedule, man. Are you guys of the philosophy of, you know, trying to get off to a quicker start, or are you of the philosophy of, hey, Let's go play the big dogs. Tell us about your schedule. Um, 
I mean, we, you know, we kind of we kind of want to play who we got to play. You know, we want to kind of play the big dog. We want to kind of get our young guys ready uh, for the grind that's ahead of them. You know, if you want to go deep in the playoffs, you got to get your dogs ready for that uh, for that playoff run early in the season before you hit district. So um, our nine district schedule, we have Central Private. Um, we have them week one. Uh, week two, Abbeville um, comes visit us in Morgan City. Um, Coach Moore has been doing a great job with that Abbeville team. Um, we went down there last year. Tough, tough, fought hard ball game last year. Displayed two really good running backs. Um, Abbeville had a had a lightning fast running back last year, and we had our running back in Demondrick Blackburn. Um, week three, Riverside is going to come down and visit us also in Morgan City, so that should be a good one um powerhouse matchup. And we're going to start district a little early. Week four, we got Covenant Christian on a Thursday night for district. And we have a new member of our district, which is the Generate Tigers out of Generate Louisiana, Coach C.C. Paul. Uh, like we got a chance to see those guys this summer when we had our seven on seven tournament over, you know, over at Central Catholic at um a uh, big time seven on seven tournament that we host every year. We got a chance to see Coach CC, and in the middle of district week seven, we get to host the Berwick Tigers, um, another quality three A opponent. Uh, we got a, a buy in our district because we had added the extra team, so we have a seventeen district now. So we get a chance to um to battle with our cross the bridge rivals with the Berwick Tigers in the middle of district. Very nice. Coach, look, I'm going to ask you this question. I ask all the coaches who come on this question. I'm curious to hear your perspective. There's so much going on with the association right now. You know, the, the public schools and the private schools are bickering. And now the open enrollment schools and the charter schools and the magnet schools are going on over to y'all's side. And it's a big old mess. And there's schools that are suing the association. And we're going to figure out in mid-September what what's going to stand, what's not going to stand, which I think is crazy because football season will have already started at that point. What are your thoughts as you're seeing all this, man? Like there's so much drama and so much tension within the association right now. Um, You know, I kind of see it from both sides of the fence. You got to understand I'm a, um, I was a public school guy. You know, I played my whole entire career at Powson High School, even started on my coaching career um, most of my years there at Powson High. You know, now I'm on the other side of the fence now in the um, on the private side. So I kind of see things from both sides of the fence. And um, I, think, I think it's something that, that just needs to be ironed out. Um, I know a lot of the private schools, you know, they're not afraid to play in the public schools. I know the same thing. But I understand the rules and regulations that's governed um, in between the two. So I understand, um, understand the tension. Um, and it's something that needs to be dealt with. And I'm hoping that it gets dealt with accordingly. No doubt about that. Look, a friend of our show is, is a guy that you're very familiar with, and that's Coach Tommy Minton. He comes on all the time and promotes his program over at Vanderbilt. What did he mean to your career, man? I know you worked under him. You maybe played for him, whatever it may be. What did he mean to your career? Uh, I mean, Coach Minton, um, big mentor, not along with my career, but big mentor with me in life. You know, um, um, Coach Minton's been with me along the way, along the journey. Um, since I got to high school, graduated high school, um, he seen me off to college, go play my college career at Northwestern State University. Um, he gave me some awesome advice when I chose to go play arena football for the um, Orlando Predators. Um, and he also gave me some great advice when it was time for me, you know, to make that decision to leave football alone, you know, and um, utilize the things that I went to college for, you know, and that was use my degree, you know, use my degree to become an educator and install the same values. Um, those same good coaches I was able to have, you know, be able to install those same things into these young young men we're trying to raise up these days. So let's talk. You just you just answered something there that sparked another question. We have a lot of listeners on this show who are 
student athletes, you know, because they want to listen and hear what, you know, we're talking about in terms of some of the teams in the area or whatever. You've played college, you played pro. If there's a junior or a senior or whatever who has aspirations for doing the same thing, what advice would you give them to make sure that their mind is right and that they're, you know, uh, understanding fully what's going to be lying ahead? What advice would you give them? Well, in these times, all these student athletes need to understand that going forward, once you leave high school, um, football is more of like a business. Um, you got to understand if that's something that you want to do, you got to understand the ins and outs of that football business. Um, you have to stay busy working all the time um, because if you're not working, somebody else is working. And then when y'all meet, um, you kind of know what happens at the end of that. And the transfer portal is making it a lot easier for these kids, to, you know, to make a commitment, go to a school, and then, you know, dishonor that commitment and, you know, jump on the portal and move around, you know. Um, I just want to tell a lot of these kids, you know, staying true to your word is a big thing in this world, you know, and it gets you it gets you far. So I know a lot of these kids have a lot of choices. They have a lot of people in their ears, you know, telling them what to do and everything. Just make sure you're listening to the right people. Um, and the right people are those people that went through those same paths that you're trying to take, you know, those people that walk those same lengths that you're trying to take. So go go question those guys that went and played college ball. Go question those guys. The most important thing is making sure that you that you finish your degree and you finish that diploma once you do step on campus, you know, because um, you get hurt in the day of the week, fellas. And um, they, they, that scholarship isn't guaranteed for four years, you know. Um, that thing's like May to May. Uh, you're going to have to go to that um, athletic office and go re-sign that thing every May. So um, a lot of the guys, Make sure that you're actually listening and talking to the right people when you're talking about the college experience and wanting to go to the next level and play ball because it's really a job on that next level. Very, very well said. Coach, before we let you go, one last question. You guys are opening up camp next week. Is there any you know, couple of position groups that you're looking more closely at, maybe where you're a little younger or you know, trying to build some depth? Where are some spots on your depth chart that you're looking to see whenever when camp starts? Uh, we got to definitely improve in, um, in the secondary. You know, I'm going to be real big on that. Um, those are the things we have to improve on if we want to have a chance at winning the district championship um, or winning that first-round um, playoff game. Um, we, we were a little young last year in the secondary. You know, we started two freshmen, two sophomores, um, but that's not going to be an excuse for us because in my mind that's just a year of experience that they gained. So um, it's time to go redeem themselves. And just in all position groups, you know, we want to push every position group and you want to make sure that they're getting the best out of every practice and every fall camp practice, making sure they're getting better at something every single day. Make sure they're uh, stressing and getting better at their technique every single day. Um, Those are the main things I'm going to be looking for from all my position groups once we start fall camp on the first. Very good. Coach, my friend, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon. Okay, buddy? All right. Thank you. Yep, that is Coach Grogan with Central Catholic of Morgan City doing a good job and never had him on before. Got a little recommendation from Coach Case, uh, a friend of the show. He said, hey, man, you know, why don't you have our football coach on? And he said, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know, why not? And, you know, hey, bright guy. Hope that they have great success. It's going to be a challenging ride. They play a very difficult schedule. They got talent. And I know this, at the high school level, if you've got an all-state running back, <laughs> you know, you could control the clock, you can, can – can't control the pace of play, and you could do a lot of things if you could, you know, do all of those things with the above. And you've got a guy that could handle the ball, and you know, you know, it's good to be able to run the ball. Is what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm stumbling over my words a little bit, but simply put, it's good to be able to run the ball at the high school level. And it sounds like Central Catholic has the ability to do that. 
It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about maybe some wrestling, maybe some NBA. Uh, Some big stories happened in both sports uh, over the weekend. We'll be right back after this. Going through the headlines in the next segment of the show on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by HealthGrades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by HealthGrades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. The music on the bayou, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Back to play-by-play here on KLEB. We thank Coach Grogan for the time. In addition to Coach Brian Colley, we've had two good calling guests throughout the course of the show. Now let's talk some sports. That's what we're here for, right? Um, woke up this morning and was doing my usual routine. I wake up, get the phone out, just kind of roll around the bed and read some of the headlines on ESPN and kind of formulate my thoughts and give a loose layout for the show and make a little mental image in my head of what I want to talk about. I saw this story today. Kevin Durant um, is rumored to be perhaps 
or not Kevin Durant, it's rumored, I'm sorry, the Boston Celtics are rumored to be in talks with the Brooklyn Nets on a possible Kevin Durant trade. The trade would be Jalen Brown, Derek White, and multiple three, four, or five first-round picks, where it may be in exchange for Durant. Then it says in the story that the Celtics appear no closer to acquiring Durant than others in discussion with the Nets, but Boston's ability to include all-star forward Jalen Brown as a centerpiece does help them make the team formidable in his pursuit. So, I do what I often do, which is, you know, after reading a story like that, I go on Twitter and see what the reaction is. Y'all, we've lost our way here <laughs> in this Kevin Durant stuff. All the conversation and all the commentary and all the different things that I saw from Celtic fans were negative. Oh, we don't want to do this. Like, We don't want to give up Jalen Brown. Are you kidding? Okay, let's hold on for a second here. Let's talk. Kevin Durant has become amongst the most underrated players in NBA history during this summer. Because just about every team he's rumored to go to in these trade talks, their fan base doesn't want him. And they don't want him, I think, because they don't like him. They have personal animosity or they think he's a jerk or, you know, he's never happy, whatever it may be. Let's let's talk here. Kevin Durant's one of the 10, 15 best players in NBA history. Jalen Brown is not one of the 10 or 15 best players in the NBA today. Kevin Durant could score, he could assist, he could rebound, he could defend. He's long. If he gets the ball in the elbow, it doesn't matter who's guarding him. He's getting his shot up. He's an unstoppable offensive force. Jalen Brown is a volume chucker who doesn't make anyone on the floor better but Jalen Brown. He averages three assists a game despite having the ball a lot of the game. The ball sticks to his hands. This idea that the Celtics shouldn't be interested and shouldn't give up Jalen Brown. If the NBA Finals last summer, or just a couple weeks ago rather, were... Boston with Durant and Tatum against the Warriors with, you know, their their trio and, you know, all their great players that they have. Not telling you that the Celtics would have won the series. But I'm telling you that they would have been far closer to winning the series than what they were. Because while Jason Tatum was running scared with his tail between his legs, shooting 7 of 30 from the field every game, Kevin Durant would be getting buckets. He would be scoring 30, 35 points every game. And when the double comes, he would be creating offense for other players on the floor, Al Horford and Tatum and Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. He'd be creating for other guys and making other guys better. This offseason, we have lost our way on Kevin Durant. I don't think that he's, you know, this tremendous human being, right? I I I agree with a lot of the things that you all say about him. I think he's very self-centered. I think he's very egocentric. I think he's very about himself. I think he is uh, a diva. I think he's hard to please. All that. But the dude's one of the best players to ever play the game. Bar none. One of the best players to ever play the game. I hear the concerns about the age. He's not showing any signs of slowing down. 
And he's got a skill set. Hell, he averaged 30 points a game, seven rebounds, and six assists last year. He's not showing any signs of slowing down. And the way that he plays, being long and lanky, like it's very fundamental. I think he's going to age well. He doesn't rely on athleticism a whole lot to get what he gets. He just relies on, hey, I got a seven-foot-plus wingspan. I'm going to go and shoot a jumper over you. And you can't stop it. Jalen Brown, get out of here, man. Kidding me? I know I read these stats often whenever talking about Durant. But two seasons ago, Kevin Durant played this stretch of three games in the NBA playoffs against the eventual NBA champion Bucks. 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists on 16 of 23 shooting. He followed that up with 32 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists on 15 of 30 shooting. Then he followed that up with 48 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists on 17 of 36 shooting. So that's 69% shooting, 50% shooting, 47% shooting, all while being doubled, by the way. 49 points, 32 points, 48 points. 17 rebounds, 11 rebounds, 9 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 assists, 6 assists. It would take Jalen Brown a month to do that in a playoff game. Do the math. That's more than 100 points, right? That's 80 plus, like 130 points in three games. In three games. It would take Jalen Brown six games to get 130 points in the playoffs. Kidding me? And I and look, this is not an indictment on Jalen Brown. I think he's a really nice young player. It's going to come off me sounding like I'm, you know, slamming the guy. He's 25 years old for Boston. He's He's got a great future. He's a really, really good NBA player. This is nothing against you, bro. You're just not Kevin Durant. <laughs> You're not. Durant's going for 50. You're going for 25. Durant's going 17 to 30. You're going, you know, 10 of 24. One's a very efficient offensive machine. The other's an inefficient chucker. It's two different things here, right? It's two completely different things. One guy's seven foot, one guy's six six. It's two completely different animals. And if that opportunity and that offer is the one that's actually on the table, you're the Boston executives. You've got to be honest and realistic with this. You most certainly make that move. You most certainly make that move. And to me, you make that move without even batting an iron or blinking. I, I think that I think we've lost our way here. And I say the same about New Orleans. If some of the offers that are rumored to have been on the table are actually on the table, you make that move and you do it without even thinking twice. Because you were 36 and 46 last year. This idea that you have no room for improvement it's just naivety at this point. It, it's it's not well thought out, and we're completely unappreciating how good that dude is. WWE talk. It was earth-shattering news that broke yesterday, oh, not yesterday, on Friday. Actually, right after I got off the air on Friday, that Vince McMahon had announced his retirement as the CEO of WWE. He didn't actually retire. He was pushed out. We've seen all the stories in the headlines since that, you know, they were $14.6 million in unrecorded expenses that were paid to Vince McMahon. And we all know that was hush hush money for some of the things he was or wasn't doing, whatever it may be. 
can we just for a second put some of that slimy stuff aside, right? Can we just for a second do that? Okay. And I'm not condoning that behavior. And if the reports of, you know, him paying people off and doing all this crazy stuff are true, then he shouldn't have been given the opportunity to retire, but he should have been fired. Okay. Let's say that out front to get all that out the way. Not trying to be insensitive. I'm not at all doing that. Let's just put all that big ball of slime. Let's roll it into a neat little ball and let's just hide it in the corner just for the sake of what we're trying to do here in this segment of the show. Let's talk about this for a second. Vince McMahon is one of the most creative people in the history of sports. Think about the industries that he has been an innovator and a leader, a guy that was leading from the front. The pay-per-view industry revolutionized it, made hundreds of million dollars off of it. Boxing and pay-per-view and everything are still chasing WWE's tail to date at that. Then later, streaming services. The WWE Network has everything the WWE's ever done on that network and has now been sold to Peacock for upwards of a billion dollars. Creativity helping to shape and create some of the most notable characters in the history of wrestling and then also in the history of sports. The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, John Cena are all at least partially byproducts of the genius inside of that man's mind. And then on top of that, in addition to being a promoter and an elite promoter at that, later in his career, he became an elite character. Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon is the best villain in the history of the sport. For 10, 15 years, he was a villain in WWE television, feuding with Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, you know, DX, feuding with everyone. He feuded with Donald Trump. He had a WrestleMania match with Donald Trump. Of course, it wasn't McMahon versus Trump. They were both in each a corner, but McMahon got his head shaved. And the best villain in the history of the sport. So, I don't know what the sport is going to look like without him. And there are a lot of rumors and whispers that it actually may get better because you know he's kind of old. And he's got an ornery, and some of his processes are maybe dated, and he's maybe let the things pass him by a little bit. So, the product actually might get better. But there's no disputing the fact that this guy was an absolute innovator and was an absolute genius of his time. And I get that it's ending in scandal, and that really sucks. That really sucks. But this is almost like a day and age where we're having the first days of Disney without Walt Disney and it's just really weird to see it all play out. Fascinating, but yet also still really weird at the same time. Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan will be running WWE Triple H, which is uh, Stephanie McMahon's husband, will be running creative. And we'll see. <laughs> you know, we'll close our eyes and you know just follow blindly as fans. It's all we could do. We don't have any input, any input. We'll see how it goes. But it was just, wrestling fans had been told for years that Vince McMahon never took a day off. He never did this. He never did that. He was going to die on the job. 
to see the news that he had stepped away uh, Friday. It was certainly a shocker. And it was certainly one of the most unpredictable, crazier stories in the history of the sport. It's play-by-play. When we get back, we've got weekend W's and L's. And we've got betting picks at the bottom of the show. We'll be right back after this on KLEB. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Just Claire here. Um, we're going to get our weekend W's and L's. We've just spent the last segment talking a little wrestling, talking a little NBA, everything of the sort. Let's get our weekend W's and L's, shall we? I got to get me some music, man. Like, I got to get, get me like some kind of bumper or something. When I say, all right, y'all, it's time for our weekend W's and L's. Like, I got to have like, dun da da da, like some, some kind of magic, some kind of gizmo, something that could. Really set the scene. I got to talk with, with programming. I got to talk with maybe Mr. Buddy Miller and see if we could get some uh, some fun chalk stuff, as they say, down the bayou. Our first weekend W goes <laughs> goes to Mondo Duplantis, who broke the world record for pole vaulting at the World Championships. Mondo, of course, is an LSU guy. Um, 
Uh, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's he's pole vaulting skyscrapers at this point. Seeing how high the bar was set yesterday, and then seeing how easily he cleared it, he still had another maybe inch or two to go. Um, he, he's ridiculous. We were told very rarely in sports do things meet the hype. We've been told about Mondo for a long time. When he was in high school, out in the Lafayette area, we were told, "Hey, this kid's special. This kid's going to do Olympic things." And you sometimes hear that and kind of roll your eyes, like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. We'll I believe it when I see it." No, he's he's that guy in every way, and he is uh, starting to get acclaim. Right, pole vaulting. You usually, even if you're the best in the world, you don't usually get like big name recognition, big star power. He's starting to get that. Uh, saw on social media a lot of comments yesterday from folks who were wishing him well. And I get that some of it's skewed because a lot of it are, are folks from Louisiana who already know him from his time at LSU. But I think that he is starting to become a little bit of a name brand and is starting to make that name. So we certainly love to see that. Weekend L. Oh, my goodness. This, this, this is painful to see this weekend. And I'm not even a fan of the team. Weekend L goes to the Red Sox. Y'all, I don't know. I don't know what's going on out there. Um, they're now 48 and 48. They got clobbered for three games against the Blue Jays. They lose 28 to five, four to one, and then eight to four. Uh, they've lost five games in a row. They've lost nine games out of ten. They were once very much in the thick of things in the wild card race. Uh, now they're very much not. They can't pitch at all. At all. Their last five games, Boston has allowed 14, 13, 28, 4, and 8. And I get it. They have a really good, really prolific offense. Don't give a damn how good your offense is if you're giving up 15, 20 runs a game, right? They, at, at bare minimum, they're giving up seven or eight runs every time they take the field. And that's on top of a brutal injury slate that they have right now. Michael Walk is out. Rich Hill's out. Chris Sale's out. Trevor Story's out. Rafael Devers is out. Christian Arroyo, out. J.D. Martinez, day-to-day. He may be soon to be on the DL. Enrique Hernandez, out. Matt Strom, out. They have more money on the DL right now. It, let, me, let me phrase it like this. If you added up the money that they have on the DL right now, or the IL, rather. I'm sorry. It's not DL anymore. It's IL. If you added up all the salaries of those players, it would probably be in the middle of the pack in terms of the biggest payrolls of all the MLB teams. Story's a big money dude. J.D. Martinez, big money. Chris Sale, big money. Waka, moderate money. Like They got more injured money on the injured list than most teams have payroll at all. And it's to the point, and I was talking about this with Truck earlier today, who's he's a big Red Sox guy. They should sell at the trade deadline. They should be honest with themselves and realize, hey, even though we got a slight chance to maybe squeak in as a wild card, we're too beat up. Let's sell. Let's cut salary, get some of these older players out, get some younger guys in, clear up some space so that this coming offseason we could go sign some other big fish and try to start over. It's rough right now for Boston, y'all. It, it is rough. It's painful to watch. Every day you're seeing, you know, 13 to 2, you know, 10 to 4. It's tough. Weekend W goes to David Ortiz. Big Poppy gets into the Hall of Fame. Speaking of the Red Sox, they did have one bright spot this weekend. Big Poppy gets into the Hall of Fame. 
and gives just an amazing speech. And the ESPN headline says it best. Big Poppy steals the show as Hall of Fame inducts seven. Yeah, he did. He gave an incredible, powerful, impactful speech. David Ortiz is one of the greats in sports history, certainly one of the greats in baseball history. Um, and he gave a wonderful, wonderful speech telling his story. Weekend L goes to wrestling journalists, right? And you say, well, Casey, why are you picking on wrestling journalists? Well, here's why. They report and they give rumors and gossip and all their little dirt sheet and all their innuendo and all this other stuff. Talk about how great they are and how they connect, how connected they are. When the Vince McMahon harassment story or buy-off story, or whatever you want to call it, first broke, it broke in the Wall Street Journal. These so-called wrestling experts had no clue. Then, Friday, the news of Vince McMahon's retirement becomes official. It was broken in a national publication. The wrestling journalists had no clue. What the wrestling journalists were instead focused on was, oh my God, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar left the show. He's angry. He left the show. He was mad. Vince McMahon's no longer there. He was so angry. And it was all a work. It was all a ploy. Brock Lesnar actually appeared on Friday. They were wrong at every single turn. They're not journalists, y'all. They're just fans. They're just fans who make stuff up. They're being fed things by a wrestler to here or there. Most of it isn't true, and they just spin it and turn it however they want. They're just making stuff up. Dave Meltzer has the nerve over the weekend to say he would be one of the best sports reporters in the history if he chose to go into that field and not wrestling journalism. Give me a break, brother. Goodness. I needed to hear some kind of comedy or something to laugh about, but goodness, that's that's a bit much there, brother. Next up, he goes to Tony Finau. One of my weekend predictions was that Tony Finau was going to win this week. Guess what? Tony Finau won this week. Tony Finau played well over at the tournament of the 3M Invitational, or 3M Open, rather. Shoots 17 under par and gets a three-shot victory. Takes care of business. Finau is a guy, he's always in contention. He's always in contention. Sometimes he struggles to finish. That's kind of been his Achilles heel. He'll get to the stage and then have a hard time finishing it out. If he starts building this experience of winning golf tournaments, he's going to be tough to deal with. Weekend L goes to Michael Thomas. Um, I'm going to get angry about this, so get ready. (laughs) I don't know what this dude's deal is. I don't know what his problem is. And maybe he just has some sort of chronic ankle injury that is way worse than what we know. And if so, I'll eat the crow and I'll apologize and I'll say that I don't understand. I'll I'll do whatever I have to do to make amends after the fact. But it sure as hell looks like ever since this dude signed his big contract with New Orleans that he has no interest in regularly playing football anymore. In 2020, he played seven games. He was in and out of the lineup. He was hurt, whatever it may be. Caught 40 passes, 438 yards, no touchdowns. Last year, you're expecting to have him back, and then, oh, it's it's almost like a television infomercial at this point. Every time you think we're at the climax of it all, oh, but wait, there's more. 2020, he's injured. We get to 2021. Oh, but wait, there's more. He didn't schedule his surgery right. He rehabbed on his own and screwed up his rehab. 
He's got to have the surgery now, and it's late. We get to the season. Oh, but wait, there's more. Instead of coming back in week seven or week eight, he's had some setbacks. It's going to actually be week 12. We get to week 12. Oh, but wait, there's more. He's going to be put on the IR. He's going to be out for the entire season. He's got to have another surgery. We get to the other surgery. We're being told he's going to be back for camp. We even see videos of him at minicamp getting ready, looking pretty damn good. Now we get to the start of training camp. Oh, but wait, there's more. He's going to be on the pup list. He's not going to be available for the start of camp. Are we ever going to see this dude back with no restriction? Ever? It's a big question to ask at this point. It's been two years of fighting a sprained ankle. It's not like he had one of these injuries, y'all, where, you know, you see the leg bend the wrong way, and we all know, like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that I've ever seen. He didn't have that. He had a sprained ankle. He's been out for two years with a sprained ankle. Oh, man. I hope he comes back and he plays because the Saints desperately need him and they've been building around him and they're paying him handsomely, but this has become a saga. A saga that hopefully winds down. Hopefully this is a short-term setback and a week or two into camp, they're lifting him off of the pup and he can maybe play a little bit in preseason. I would love to eat crow on this one. But damn, man. Oh, my goodness. Every time you get a little bit of hope and think he's coming back, there's some other random setback and... It's a mess. It's a mess. Weekend W goes to Patty Pimblay, a UFC fighter who won a fight on Saturday. And I'm going to have a hard time not getting emotional talking about this. After the fight, gave one of the more powerful, more impactful speeches that I've ever seen anyone give in a post-fight press conference. While still in the cage, while talking to the you know ESPN reporter or whatever, he dedicated the fight to his late friend who killed himself. Then talked about how we have to, as a world, reverse, reverse the stigma of this idea that men can't talk to other people about their problems. Because a lot of guys think that if you discuss something that's wrong or if you... Know, you admit that you're sad or if you admit that your feelings are hurt, that like you're a wuss or something. That couldn't be further from the truth. That's ridiculous. And Pimblett, while still in the cage, after the fight said, I would rather have my buddy crying on my shoulder than to be going to his funeral next week. And the fact that he had the wherewithal and the mindset to speak about that so openly and so eloquently right after being in a fight, it was powerful. We need to reverse that momentum. We need to have more of those conversations, right? Because there are so many people struggling with mental health issues, and we don't even realize it because it's it's a disguise. It's a silent illness. You could see someone who's struggling and you'll never know because they'll smile and they're not and they'll show up to work every day and they'll get their work done and you'll never know that they're in pain. And you know how I know that you know, you'll never know that they're in pain because I did it for 18 months and no one knew that I was in pain. Okay? So please, please, I implore you, if you are struggling, if you are having issues, if you need to talk to someone, if you need to vent to someone, 
reach out to members of your tribe and do it. Don't let that stuff just sit in your chest because it becomes like a two-liter bottle of Sprite because at some point it's going to get shaken up and it's going to open and it's going to just explode everywhere and bad things are going to happen. Don't be afraid to talk. Don't be afraid to release that negativity. Don't be afraid to let go of things that you're holding on to. And don't be afraid to admit that you got problems. It's okay. We all have problems. We're all imperfect beings. It's okay to not be okay. A weekend L goes to Adam Duvall, my Atlanta Braves. He's out for the season with a wrist injury. Man, that sucks because Duvall had a really poor start to the year. But since summer started, he's been really good. In June and July, he's been really good. He's been his old self again. And now, Atlanta, who you know, was kind of set in the outfield with the right-handed bats, are now going to be maybe looking to add a right-handed bat at the trade deadline. So that'll be very interesting to see with Duvall going out for the year. A weekend W goes to Nickel State University. Tim Rebo and his crew, A, for putting on an awesome event, the Pro Football Camp. And it wasn't their event, but they hosted it on their campus. But B, for following that doggone thing with very watchful eyes. Throughout the course of social media over the weekend, you're seeing, all right, this player got a Nichols offer, this player got a Nichols offer, this player got a Nichols offer, all based on the things that they did at the Pro Football Camp. The MVP of the camp, Zay Martin, earned a scholarship offer from Nichols based on how he performed at the camp. Coach Rebo and his crew know what they're doing. All right, y'all, let's host this exclusive camp with all the best players in the area. And then, lo and behold, they're getting a free peek at all of them, seeing what their attitude's like, seeing how athletic they are, seeing how coachable they are. It's a wonderful, wonderful situation for Tim and his staff, and they're taking full advantage. And hopefully they do more than just offer some of these guys. Hopefully they secure commitments from some of these guys and keep that train rolling. It's play-by-play on KLEB. When we get back, we're going to make our betting picks and wrap up the show. We'll be right back after this, y'all. We'll uh, closing out a Monday show, and uh, hopefully everybody's going to stick around for the last segment and we can make everybody some money. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. Shrimp boats is a common since 1948. That's 74 years. Valerio Brothers has been in the commercial shrimping and fishing supply business. They carry a large selection of stainless steel shafts up to two and a half inches, but they can also order larger if you like. They also stock two, three, and four blade propellers up to 40 inches, a large selection of shaft coupling, single V struts, and stainless steel rudders. Now listen to this. Solarium Brothers is now stocking rudder blades and rudder shafts so you can make your own rudder. Now carrying stainless steel plate pieces so you can make your own V-strut. A huge selection of stainless steel stern tubes, rudder and shaft shoes, fiberglass tubes, rudder ports, packing boxes, and dripless shaft seals. Stocking tiller arms and rubber cutlass bearings along with a big line of motor mounts. Visit Alario Brothers before the season. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego. Visit their website at alariobros.com. Boats is a common, their sails are inside. Shrimp boats is a common, there's dancing tonight. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. 
Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Always on the run and short on cash? With a state bank and trust company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Hello, this is Congresswoman Julia Letlow. As we reach the peak of hurricane season, it's important to make sure that your family, home, and business are prepared for the possibility of a severe storm. Our office has resources available to help you make a plan and stay informed. For more information, or if you need assistance from the federal government, visit letlow.house.gov hurricanes. Again, that's letlow.house.gov hurricanes. Paid for with official funds from the office of Julia Letlow. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Close your eyes if you're a 90s kid. Just close your eyes. If you don't see the yellow and red walking out with the big eagle belt, you did your childhood all wrong. It's play-by-play play here on KLEB. We're wrapping up, listening to some Hulk Hogan music here in the final segment of the show. Uh, let's get our betting picks, and then we'll get out of here. But first, let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, so thankful to them. Southland Dodge and Homa industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results and golden motors where price is priority proudly supporting south lafouche athletics and community youth sports organizations so the first betting pick that i got for you all today to me it's an easy one um to me it's a layup which means that it's probably going to lose right that's the way Las Vegas works. They suck you into thinking that it's going to be an easy one, and then you end up losing. Um, I like the Astros to cover the run line, minus a run and a half against the A's. Houston is throwing Jake Adorizzi, who's okay, 3.56 CRA. He's okay. Um, but I like Houston for a couple of reasons. The first reason is they're vastly superior to Oakland. They are better at everything than Oakland. And the second thing is that I think Houston's going to hammer. Um, What's the last name here for this young man? Adam Aller, who's the arm for uh, Oakland. Adam Aller, 8.56 ERA, 1.98 whip. I think Houston's going to clobber him. 
It's a big park. I get that. The ball didn't travel out of Oakland. I get that too. But I also understand that Oakland's offense is not good. Houston's offense is good. And when Houston's throwing an okay pitcher against uh, a meat can, I think the Astros are going to put it on them pretty good. I think they're going to take care of business to get the win. Out in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I'm going to go with the Dodgers today to get a win and to cover the run line against the Nationals. Uh, Let's change that up. You know what? I'm going to go with the Dodgers to score over five runs against the Nationals. They're facing uh, Paolo Espino. I've seen Espino a couple times now this year. He doesn't have any stuff, y'all. He's just trying to trick guys, throwing 83, 84, you know, breaking stuff, the occasional 88 or 89 fastball. He goes three, four innings, one, you know, one, one and a half times through the order, then turns it over to their bullpen, which is awful. The Braves have faced Espino twice in the last couple weeks and have hammered him both times. If they could do it, the Dodgers could do it. I like the Dodgers to score a bunch of runs today. I think they'll take care of business against the Nationals. That's the trick with the Nationals, y'all. That It really is the trick. Just get into their bullpen. Their bullpen is horrible. So when Espino is throwing, that's going to be four or five innings max, which means that's a lot for their bullpen to cover. I like the Dodgers to take care of that one today. Let's see what the last pick that we're going to give you all is. Uh, let's see this one here. Uh, no, I don't like that. That's not good enough for me. What about Boston? Yeah, let's try that. Y'all think Boston's going to have a little bit of pride tonight? Boston's at home against the Guardians. They've just gotten embarrassed. I just railroaded them earlier in the show. With Nick Pavetta throwing tonight, oh, for goodness sake, I hope they're going to show a little bit of pride and fight back and get a win. The Guardians are not a great offense. I think Boston at home, they'll show a little bit of pride. I think they'll get a win. Pavetta got embarrassed in his last start. He should have a live arm because, um, frankly, you know, He's been on a lot of rest. He hasn't thrown in a while. Gave up seven runs in four innings in his last start. I think Boston will take care of business. Thanks to everybody for listening today, y'all. It was a good show. Thanks to Coach Brian Colley. Thanks to Coach Grogan. Thanks to everybody at home. We'll be back tomorrow. We should have Stan Gravois on the line. We had Stan on Saturday on the Sports Corner. Uh, tough times for Mr. Stan, but uh, things are getting back to normal slowly. We keep him in our thoughts and our prayers. Uh, we'll also have some other coaches lined up from around the area. This is Casey Gisclair looking out the window and seeing that sunlight we were bragging about earlier. It's all clouds and rain now, so stay safe, stay dry, all that good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless. We're out. As the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor 